So what is openness? Um, well, something that might help uh, shine light on that is what your, your email to me about um, being able to argue both sides of the topic and uh, not while not compromising any of your own beliefs. I was curious about that. Oh, right. Yeah. Being able to argue a position that, argue your opponent's position, so to speak, an adversary's position, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to understand your opponent's way of, of thinking and feeling and, and being so well that you can actually take that point of view, even if it's not yours. That takes a lot of openness. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, it kind of feels like I'm, I'm doing that in a sense when I'm imagining, I'm, I'm, say I'm about to speak to somebody and I know they're going to have an op opposing view. And um, there's like this dialogue that can start happening in my mind. And it's not like I'm planning what to say. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of listening as to what my mental model of their of their belief system might respond with and so having this internal dialogue with myself kind of helps me have a little debate before i even have the conversation right yeah now you said something there that's really interesting you said you have a mental model of of what you of you said i think something like you have a mental model of how they're thinking right is that what is it can you say more about that yeah it's just um my little um caricature of the person that i've made that hangs out in my head yeah that might have something to say about um what i what i personally think right and in that way you know it, it kind of has this life of its own where it will pipe up if I say something, you know, if I'm pretending I'm talking to this person. Can I ask another question about this mental model? I'm really interested yeah. about this. Okay. So if what, how do you know that your mental model is accurate? Suppose your mental model was wildly wrong mm. or even better. Suppose it was only, it was mostly right, but there were certain key things that were off about it. Oh uh, yeah. Huh. But you don't yeah. know that. And neither of you mm -hmm. know that. Neither you know it, nor the other person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, but it I affects think. how you see the other person. It affects, yeah. it affects how you're taking what they say. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in a way, you're looking at them, but from your point of view. You're, you see, how can, we, how can we get around that? Yeah, I think the first step is to know that that's happening. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Yeah. 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 And I don't see any way we could know that's happening if we're just shooting messages at each other, right? Mm -hmm. Without actually following up to see whether how the other person took it. Yeah. If, if we're, in other words, if we're not actually closely interacting, mm -hmm. we're not going to really have a chance to find out that our mental model of the other person is inaccurate or incomplete. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I think um, 
would you say it takes more time to to kind of be careful around that? Well, we'd have to come into it thinking that it would take more time. I actually think it ends up taking much less time in the end because we end up wasting so much time because we misunderstand each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we kind of have yeah. to come into it, I think, with a an with the idea that, okay, let's get to the, let's find out what the other person really is thinking and feeling and wanting and looking for in this situation, rather than me just thinking, just assuming that I know. So at first that feels, oh, this is going to take forever. Why don't I just mm-hmm. plow, you know, just jump ahead with what I think. Yeah. But actually it ends up saving a whole lot of time. Yeah. It's like I, I one time saw this shirt that said, uh, let's, I think it was something like, let's save time by assuming I'm right. <laughs> Points to a real problem with a lot of people. Right. It's a very honest shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, let me just ask, is it possible to come into a situation without really having a mental model of what the other person is Mm. thinking and feeling and wanting and you know where they're coming from is it is it even possible um i don't think so (laughs) right yeah i don't sure i mean i don't i don't don't think think so so either i i have i'm skeptical it seems like we have a mental model we might not be aware of what it is but Mm -hmm. we probably have one so so we can't just pray come in pretending oh, I'm completely open-minded here. I don't have any preconceived notions about you. That's a little bit naive, right? And perhaps even- I think, I think that can be worse than, uh, yeah, or, or, or if not just as bad as, um, is not being, as not being aware of mental models to begin with. Ah, right. That's a good point. It's almost like, it's almost like that me, if I come in with that, precon, with that idea that I don't have any mental models, in a way, I'm, I don't even realize how off I am, right? I'm mm-hmm. almost more mm-hmm. closed than ever. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. So what is that telling us? It means maybe something like what? Like we come in saying, okay, this is what I'm assuming. Tell mm-hmm. me what, how, what do you think? Am I, do I understand you or not? Is this what you're wanting to say or not? Something like that, right? Is that how? These are good questions. Yeah. Yeah. So what would that look like? Say you're wanting to have an encounter with somebody with whom you have some serious disagreements. Now, let's suppose those disagreements have to do with something where you have a, a conflict of interest, perhaps, right? You both want different things. And this person comes from a very different background than you. So how how would you approach that? It, it sounds like there would be a lot more chit chat about what the other person is thinking rather than what uh, rather than trying to make our own points. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How could mm. you do that? How how would that actually work though? I like where you're going with that, but I'm wondering how how that happens. Hmm. How can, uh, how can we, what are, what are other ways of, 
of finding out what somebody is really meaning. Mm -hmm. Well, there are sometimes, sometimes it's really easy when, when somebody asks a loaded question. Mm. Okay. Right? Um, somebody just asked me a question uh, last night and, um, and I answered quickly. And then I just said, what are you really asking by saying that? Oh, right. Great. And yeah. it was kind of cheeky. It was kind of cheeky me to say that because really I was saying, I know you're, you're, I know that that's not what you're asking. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. Cheeky because why? Because you, could you have said that? Could you have asked that in a way that wasn't cheeky? Absolutely. I just thought it was funny to do so. I could have said, um, it sounds like there's something that you're, that you're asking. That it sounds like there's something that you're really wanting to ask, but maybe shy to do so. What if they're not shy? Oh, right. That was, that's an assumption. That is an assumption, right? Yeah. I think it's just like a, a what when you when you craft something to be said, make sure that you're strongly acknowledging that whatever you say is just happening in your head, and it may not actually be what they're really thinking or doing. I see. Yeah. It's what it That's, seems. It seems yeah, to you, it, right? Yeah. It seems like I feel like um, hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting an, the impression that mm -hmm. uh, these are like good lead ups to that. Um, Rather than just coming out and say, well, this is what's going on with you. You're right? doing this. Yeah. yeah. Why are you being so? <laughs> right. Yeah. That yeah. definitely helps doesn't it <laughs> yeah it's hard to do that though isn't it because so often it's it really does seem that the other person is doing or being some way right mm -hmm. but i guess just be honest about that right say well this is how it really seems to me <laughs> yeah yeah um but it's a lot more gentle for sure, and 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 honest, because we can never be sure about what's really happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's sort of the that's sort of a basic part of all this, isn't it? We're never yeah. really sure what's happening with someone else. We have a mental yeah. model, we have our assumptions, we have sort of the best guess. It's basically what what we're running with, right? Is there anything that? Um, that we can be sure of that really connects us to who other people actually are or what they're actually thinking. Hmm. Do you think? You mean, is there, is there anything that we can actually be sure of, right? Is that what you're Other wondering? than something is happening here. Mm -hmm. that's, I think that's pretty sure. I think it's the only thing I'm sure of actually yeah. that something is going on. Something is going on. Yeah. It's really hard, isn't it, to say anything with certainty that would be, you can really know the other side is going to also see the same way. And the, the trouble is we never know, you know, we never know what the other side is, even if it seems like we are agreeing and in sync and vibing together and all that it might all just be because we have this um, sort of made up picture of what the other person is 
thinking. We have this almost like a fantasy of what the other person is. And we really feel connected to that fantasy, right? And so everyone's mm-hmm. nodding their head and being all warm and happy, but actually they're, they're planets apart. They just happen to have mutually, wow. um, you know, mutually flattering images of each other. You know, I mean, that can easily happen. I think that happens a lot, right? I think people get, get married, married and find out years later that they actually have been living with these, these uh, ideas of each other. And one day they find out and say, I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> who is this person I married, you know? And, and does that ever not happen? Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what I was asking earlier too, right? Like, how, can we even be sure that we're ever really connecting with someone who they truly are? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> do we need to think that we do? Can we what what if we just went on went ahead with the basic sort of approach that we don't know? Is that possible to do? <laughs> Another variable. Uh I, I just mean I just mean it's it's just a. Uh, what you're saying is, can, can we just, can we get by and, and make things work without knowing or may, it just maybe it doesn't matter in, in the grand scheme of things? I guess it kind of depends on what we're going for, isn't it? Doesn't it? It has to do with what we're, you know, if, if it's just somebody that you're uh, passing, you know, somebody in a somebody that you're interacting with for just a moment, it doesn't necessarily matter. But if say you're engaging in some really difficult business venture together or something like that, right? Or, you know, in a relationship, a personal relationship, any number of things where small, small misunderstandings can have a huge impact down the road. They can sort of build on each other where you start out with a small misunderstanding and it's never really cleared up. Mm-hmm. And that, that assumption then leads you to, to interpret things in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then it just sort of piles on. Yeah, I, I was thinking at first of an analogy of a poor foundation, but I, don't, I think it's much worse than that. <laughs> it, I, because it sounds like uh, you're say you have uh you're you're building something with just for the sake of positivity mostly good bricks you have and but there's a one or a few bricks where the misunderstanding is that it's just not very good material and it's fragile it's frail and it's this same misunderstanding that you're using to construct other other parts of the model of that person that you're creating in your mind Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could be something like, I, you know, I always thought that you were shy, right? We used that mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. a while ago. And it turns out that they're not actually shy, maybe they're actually more reserved about, um, I don't know, about, they don't want to come off as being arrogant. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And because 
maybe I think they're shy, I take certain precautions and I interpret their, their behavior in a certain way. And that just kind of reinforces my understanding. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And these, these can lead to real differences down the road. A good way to um, maybe mitigate that is when these reoccurring labels that we're putting on people keep cropping up in our minds as we interact with whoever it is. Um, it, maybe if it's a reoccurring theme, we could just try, yeah, try to clarify it. Mm-hmm. And um, how do we do that? How do we clarify? So we, we've already sort of um, seen that it's not really honest to say that we don't have a mental model of someone else. Mm-hmm. We don't have, we do have assumptions, right? So how do we go about testing them and maybe adjusting them maybe mm-hmm. maybe even getting rid of some of them altogether and replacing mm-hmm. them with completely different assumptions it depends right how do we do that um beyond questioning uh what they would you know what the reasons why they're doing something or saying oh i've always seen you as a shy person would you say that's true um what we could do instead is ask ourselves when i give this person this label what does that label mean to me? Whereas in the case of somebody trying not to be arrogant versus being shy, these things can look the same. Um, But there's shyness. I think there's a, there's a self-consciousness where meekness or trying not to be arrogant is simply, um, you can be, you can be a strong, strong and not want to be arrogant and, and not self-conscious at all and not want to be arrogant. Yeah, that's good. There's a big difference, isn't there, then? It turns out there's quite a big different big difference on, on the other person's side in terms of what's going on for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what I'm saying is uh, when these labels come up, ask, is there any other label? Is there any other label that I could give that would fit the actions that I've seen them do? that might mean something else for them. And you're using this word ask, right? So it has to do with asking somehow, doesn't it? It has to do with... And then of course you would, you, you would ask after that, right? Like after asking your, yourself, uh, is there, yeah, is there any other labels that I could, that would fit the bill here? Um, yeah, obviously the next step might be asking, like saying, is, is this the reason you're doing this out of shyness or, or, um, or humbleness? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on a practical level, suppose you're in a situation where you don't have a, a lot of time to sit down and, and really do a lot of interpersonal connection and everything. And this is the way it is in many circumstances in life, right? When we're communicating with people. A lot of people don't even feel comfortable doing that. So they feel really uncomfortable, really anxious maybe, or it strikes them as a waste of time, or maybe they've had bad experiences with it in the past where all kinds of, where the other side actually ended up making up all sorts of things about them that weren't true and they couldn't talk the other people, you know, have you ever had that happen where you're having a 
sort of a heart to heart. And the other person is coming up with all sorts of ideas about you. And you're objecting to that. But the more you object to it, the more they say, oh, you see, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, mm. the very fact that you're objecting to this proves that I'm right. All of this kind mm. of stuff, it can just be a big mm. mess, mm -hmm. a bunch of psychobabble and craziness. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't want to go anywhere near that, and I don't blame them. So how can we cut through all that? And in just a few moves, maybe just a couple of simple questions, be able to update our assumptions, our working assumptions about what the other person is really about. Uh, let me just offer something as a way of starting with this, because this is kind of big. And see what you think. What really matters in this situation? So we might, if depending on the interaction, it might not matter, for example, what this person's upbringing was like, or what their favorite color is, all sorts of things about this person might not really count in terms of what's going on between you and this other person. So what we're mm. really wanting to do mm. is get to what does count, like what's mm. what in our, our interaction right now really matters. And how can I come to really understand accurately and completely where you're coming from, right? How, how do we come into that? What, what are the what are the elements that matter, right? What is it that we really want to find out and get to the bottom of as quickly and as sort of precisely as we can? So it depends on the situation, right? Yes. Uh, so I think um, maybe I don't understand what you're asking. Um, because what I would say is, well, the truth, probably. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me just try something else here. And don't go with this if you don't think it's interesting. I'm kind of imagining people in any kind of interaction as each kind of wanting something. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why they're interacting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might be just as simple as wanting a kind of an emotional connection, like just saying hello, or mm -hmm. it might be asking for a favor, or it might be trying to build some sort of a shared life together, any number of things, right? Mm -hmm. But each person is, is going someplace. They're wanting to take things in a certain direction. They have a motivation. Yeah, whichever way you spin it, there's a, there's a, a desire for so they want something out of it. Okay, yes. So I'm thinking that what we really want to clarify is what the other person is really wanting. Mm -hmm. What's motivating them in this situation, right? Not, not in general, like there might be lots of things that don't necessarily pertain to the particular mm. interaction you're having, but you want to find out what they're motivating, what's motivating them in what they're doing. In particular, if they say something, if they make a statement or do, do some sort of communicative act, who knows what it is, a gesture or a, 
you know, whatever they're doing, you want to find out what motivated them to communicate that. What were they getting at? Where were they going with that? Right. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what I'm, what I'm pointing out here is kind of obvious in a way, but at the same time, I think there's, there's something to it that we tend to miss. Yeah. I guess as a, also somebody who goes into something wanting something out of an interaction going into it with that mentality what would i get out of it probably something good because when uh and this might be a tangent i think when we want to know what people want um we show interest and they feel more value in the interactions with us. So it's kind of selfish kindness in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On a very practical level, it seems like that's mm -hmm. true. They're going to be more willing to engage more mm -hmm. openly. Right. Yeah. So does that make sense as a kind of a, an overall way to approach this is when somebody says something, rather than just taking what they say in terms of the literal words that they're pronouncing, we're going to sort of inquire a bit to find out what really led them to say that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just, an interesting exercise to, to practice this would be to ask to would be to like make a game of it, find out what led somebody to say something without asking them what led them to say it. I'm not sure how that would work, but it sounds like, because uh, if you just keep asking somebody, why did you say that? You know, what are your, what are your motivations here? It's kind of a, a question that might get old. Yeah. Also, there's something a bit intrusive about it, isn't there? At least mm -hmm. in, it, there can be a way, there can be ways to ask that question that's that sound, that put people off. For one thing, they might come back and say, well, wasn't it obvious what I was meaning by what I just mm. said? What part mm. of no didn't you understand or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, there's something else I was thinking about this. Oh, um, that some people might, I think a lot of people who have a, not naive, but just um, maybe naive, there's a lot of people who don't want to admit that everybody wants something going into an interaction. Yes. Oh, I see. What you, I think I see what you're getting at. Yeah. Some people just say that they're like, oh, well, some people just want to, they don't want to, how can you, I don't even know what they would say. Like, cause I think they would respond to it in a way that is just a roundabout way of saying they want something else. But if it, even if it's just like a friendly interaction, they want to feel attention. They want to, they want to give people attention. It's still something that they want. Yeah. Maybe for some people, even the suggestion that they're, they have motivations that they're wanting something that might mm -hmm. put them off. They might be, have some kind of a, a point, a, a, a philosophy that says you shouldn't want something or you shouldn't mm -hmm. be going, you shouldn't have motivations. Right. So this, this kind of, I mean, what you're saying here, I think points out something that's really important. How do we, how do we, how do we actually do this? How do we frame it, right? 
how do we how do we frame it without without it being intrusive or too personal for many situations and also remember for many people when they say something they're really convinced that what they just said was completely clear in most cases people think because why because it's clear to them right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. why wouldn't it be clear to you what i'm wanting they're feeling and if you come back and say well what are you really wanting here they're saying well didn't i just tell you mm-hmm. right so the whole thing can be really problematic mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah <laughs> and it's again i think it's a uh... <clears throat> the people who really are convinced that they just said what they want, they maybe haven't touched on the the philosophy that there's what they think, there's what you think, and then there's the possibly the the real thing out there that nobody knows about yes. the, the logos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and and they may not really know what they want on top of it all, right? They might think they know, but actually they don't. And the fact that they don't know what they want is going to make the con- the communication even more confused. Now there's way, yeah, there's first you have to find out what they, yeah, where would you even start? You could find out what they think they want first, or mm-hmm. could you even find out what they really want first? Or would you have to first go through what they think they want? Yeah, because as you were saying, there's what they think they want, what you think you want, and what's actually going on, right? Yeah. So what are we coming to? This is all, you know, in a certain sense, this is kind of blowing up on us, isn't it? We're seeing all these different um, ways that this can be complicated. And there's part of us that wants to say, can we just say what we mean? Right. And well, the answer is we, we can't No, quite obviously, if you kind of look, look around in the world today, people are not understanding each other. So Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if this is complicated. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but okay so let's bring it down again let's bring it back to some simple simple practices something that we can do on a day-to-day basis right i mean i think one way is to is just to ask somebody can you say more about what you just meant let me make sure that i understand what you were saying Mm. Okay. Yeah, so you're not asking them to repeat themselves. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because most of the time, if you ask them what they meant, they're just going to say the same thing again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For many people. So you're wanting them to expand it a bit, maybe say a little bit more. You can even ask, well, what what was what are you where are you wanting to go with this? Right. In some cases, that can be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm rather than why did you ask me this or or what do you want (laughs) or what do you want right yeah what what are you looking for here let me see if i can understand what you're ultimately looking what you're really looking for and that can be helpful because maybe maybe what they're actually asking is not something that you would be willing to give them but when you find out what they're really looking for that might be something that you're perfectly willing to give them right and so Mm -hmm. you could save Mm -hmm. both of you a whole lot of trouble just by finding out what they're really going for right what they're mm-hmm. actually looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're kind of running closer to running out of time. We're sort of running out of time here, but what let me let me let me try something here and you you see what whether this would work in 
in certain situations and how it how we might actually implement it. What if you and I are having a conversation and I'm wanting to understand you? I'm wanting to understand what's motivating you to say what you're saying. I'm wanting to understand where you're wanting to go with this, where you're wanting to take the situation. I'm wanting to up, update my mental models of what you're thinking. I'm wanting to fix my incorrect assumptions. I'm wanting to get a more complete vision picture and understanding of where you are. Mm -hmm. So how can I do that? What happens if I just do it like almost as though I'm, I'm doing an experiment in science? I have a hypothesis and then I'm going to test it. So I start out by trying to briefly very briefly, in just a few words, summarize what I think your position is. Mm -hmm. I'm not paraphrasing what you've been saying. No, that's important to, to yeah, um, to not to not plagiarize. <laughs> right. Yes. You know, yeah. Just for lack of better words, yeah. To uh, to rephrase it in a way that you completely understand. And then ask them, what about it you got right? right. Yeah. So when, it, when I'm, if I'm rephrasing it in a way that I completely understand, instead of just rewording it, if I just reword it, then I haven't understood anything. If they say, oh, yeah, you got it. Well, it doesn't matter because I've just reworded it. Right. You, you might still be misunderstanding, right? It, if, yeah. you, if you say, um, I don't know, if you say we're going to bring this down, and then I paraphrase and say, oh, I, I see you're saying you want to make it lower. Well, mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily get at anything. I'm just saying what you said in different words. Mm -hmm. So this is a little more than just that. This is about trying to get at what the sort of the crux of what you're about here in this situation. That's what I'm wanting to do if I'm wanting to understand you. So I'm wanting mm -hmm. to look at everything that I know about you everything that I observed, everything that I've heard you say just now, your body language, all of that. I wanted to take everything in. I wanted to come up with some very mm. brief mm -hmm. and sort of just cogent, clear description of what I think you're going for here. And then I offer that to you and see what you say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just then I was getting hyper-focused on like the one phrase that they may have just said, whereas, yeah, you're saying take it all in because their point might not just be to bring it lower. It might be that they want to, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just in your analogy of, of bringing it down, they might want to put, you know, if this is a box or something, they might want to put something inside the box or take something out of the box. It's not the, the bringing it lower that they wanted per se. Um, there's more to it. There's more to it. And this yeah. is, this is huge because generally when we communicate, we leave a lot out. And again, very often we don't ourselves realize what we're leaving out because it's clear to us. See, this is the big thing that when you say something, what you're saying makes sense to you. 
-hmm. when I'm saying something, it usually makes sense to me. But just be and, and then here's here's the trick. If what you're saying makes sense to me, does that mean I understand you? <laughs> this I see this happening all the time. People are nodding their heads, nodding their heads. Oh yeah, what you're saying makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They think they understand each other. Just mm -hmm. because what you're saying makes sense to me doesn't mean I understand you. Mm. I might have made up a whole story about what you're about, and that story makes sense to me based mm. on what and, I, the, and, my limited yeah, knowledge then, of you. And I could have, yeah, I could have left out large parts of what I really meant without knowing it. And there's just so many, so many um, points of communication where things can get muddied. I was just, yeah, I was just talking to my friend about this, how when, when we say something, we've, we've uh, developed it from a series of things that we've experienced and those things that we've experienced but obviously aren't the real thing either because they're just ways we've interpreted things and then again when we when we recollect memories we change them and then when we articulate memories we change them and then when people hear things they have to reform them in their mind and there's just so many um areas where things can be there's just a lot of a lot of reforming happening mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's complicated isn't it yeah so many layers yeah if, if, if our if what we want out of something is just to understand then that uh that could that could streamline things for sure mm-hmm and maybe that's not ultimately what we're wanting, right? Maybe, but that could be a starting point to make sure that we're actually on the same page. So then we can come to some sort of agreement, right? Mm -hmm. There are certain circumstances where what we're really looking for is, that's what our goal is. I want to understand you, right? There are certain circumstances mm -hmm. where that happens. Mm -hmm. Generally, there's something else involved, but we have to kind of start with that, I think. Start with an accurate understanding, at least to what pertains to this interaction. Mm -hmm. So what are we, what are we kind of coming to in this? Because this is obviously a, a question, a whole topic that can be expanded further. I mean, there are all kinds of other things like, so I'm, I'm wanting to understand you. How do I make sure that you understand me? I mean, that's a whole ball of problems in itself right how do i communicate in such a way and how do i find out right. whether there's the other side the, the other, other side, side of it yeah yeah so but for what for now like what we've we're looking at now how how can we kind of wrap this up with a few clear practical easy relatively easy to implement pointers i don't know i, th I think i think the um just kind of being aware of the labels that we're making and asking, is there anything, are there any other labels that would fit the bill in the way of what's happening here that could actually mean totally different things and feel differently when acted out to this person. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that's a good one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. How would you, how would you describe this? 
in in simple terms, how would you describe this way of making a stab at what the other person is about? Like trying to to summarize it or trying to get to the crux of it. How how would you summarize that? Like how what is that? How do you do that? How could you start it? You might say something like what? You might say, I'm thinking something like, let me see if I'm understanding where you're coming from with this. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Let mm -hmm. me see if I understand what you what you're really looking for here. Mm -hmm. And then you say, it seems like you're, and then you you give it. You give this brief description. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's easier when I think that's easier to do when the conversation is a little more compact. If it's just like a lot less points, then it's easier to find the, mm -hmm. the crux of just a few points, I think. Right. Okay. Well, um, that actually gives us a, a good practical pointer too, then. Oh, do it more often. Do it more. Check. Keep checking. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let it pile up. Right. <laughs> don't, don't go for like, you know, sending all kinds of messages back and forth and everything like that, assuming that the other person completely understands what you say and assuming you understand them just because it makes sense. Right. Yeah. And it fits you. It fits your prejudices about what the other person is actually mm -hmm. looking, looking mm -hmm. for. Right. But keep yeah. checking. So that means we need to interact a lot and we need to interact in this way of saying of this way of kind of asking, saying, is this what you're looking for? Is this what you're wanting? Is this what you meant? You use this word. Let me see if I know what you were going for with that word. For you, this means such and such in this situation. Is that true? These kinds of things. Yeah, words. Yeah, there, there are a lot of words that mean, that can mean different things to people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every word, but certain words more than others. Right. Yeah, certain words are loaded, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So check in, check in, and check in often, and uh, often, and no, don't paraphrase. But yeah, you use a use a sort of a, pose a, a thesis to what they're saying, a, the, a theme to what they're saying, mm -hmm. and not paraphrased. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. not just paraphrase. So the 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 easiest thing would be just to repeat it back to them, right? Which doesn't really help much at all. And that's, no, it's yeah. just noise at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second would be to be paraphrase. In other words, to say what the other person said, but using other words. And that is a, maybe a little more helpful, but not really. But really, mm -hmm. what we're going for here is what you're saying. Put, put something out there. Say you're kind of taking a taking a leap to mm -hmm. to see if you're assumptions are are right right so you can yeah. make this help somebody figure out what they want because then they have to articulate again very very true yeah, yeah. then they, they have to oh is that what you thought i meant no i didn't mean that at yeah. all right so it's really mm -hmm. good feedback isn't it for the other yeah. person sometimes yeah sometimes when people ask me questions like these um if i'm if i'm not on my toes like it can be really throw me off guard because i maybe i don't know at all what i was saying Often I don't. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that's important to remember that. So when we ask these questions, we want to sort of, you, we don't want to, you know, put people on the spot, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and you already pointed out that there are ways to do that. 
that just shows that you're interested in understanding their point of view, not that you're quizzing them or testing them or and, and boy, is that, is that ever flattering to, to people? I think to, to a lot of people when, when there's just the, somebody asking instead of just taking it and running with it and, and, you know, building on what they're talking about. Yeah. Just stopping and asking them about what they want and what, what they're thinking. There's just so much more enjoyment for that person. And, and, um, by extension for the person asking, because then there's just, uh, there's more appreciation and the people are willing to give more uh, attention or, or uh, um, yeah, just, just make, make more space for the other person when, when there's that kind of appreciation. So what do you think? Is that good for now? We'll take this up next time and uh... yeah. It was a good, that was a good tight session. Yeah. So yeah. that's great. I think we really zeroed in there. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>